0: Welcome to another place in time, where one day you'll be dead or you'll survive. Hello all you magnificent listeners out there, and welcome to Dead or Survive. I am your host, Rob Riches.
1: I'm your other host, Cheryl Riches.
0: And she finally got us up and running in under an hour.
1: <laughs> I did good. It was like five minutes. The wine helped.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what helped. Yeah.
1: It helped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, last time I had like two sips of wine. This time I've had half two a bottle.
0: bottle. <laughs> two bottles. I don't think you've stopped drinking wine this
1: weekend. <laughs> yeah, I have. I went out and did things today with wine. Anyways, here we are.
0: We are we are here. We are live.
1: We're not live.
0: I'm live we're right li- now. <laughs> Nobody can hear me. We're
1: live <laughs> while we're recording this. You're not going to hear it live. That would be a mess.
0: <laughs> not good at all. Even with the editing, it's probably not that good. We try. Well, I'm amazing, but
1: you try. See <laughs> your things. What things? I don't know. What are we supposed to say? We're supposed to say what we did this week, or yeah, how something? was your week? Martha is exhausting. <laughs> don't say that. Nobody <laughs> will
0: adopt her. Martha is a delight.
1: <laughs> she is such a good girl. She really, really is. She's just.
0: See, here's the thing. We are used. We have two Saint Bernards and a Rottweiler. They walk across the floor. And they're like oh i'm tired because <laughs> yeah. they walk from one room to another <laughs> martha reminds me of the flash yeah, she, and she just yeah everybody remember those commercials with the the pink energizer bunny yeah, still yeah. going yep. yep. yep that's martha
1: she stopped tonight for a little bit it was like we were like where is she she's yeah. laying down what's happening right now
0: <laughs> but i mean she gets along with the dog oh she's yeah good on the leash she's good walking she's, she
1: really is a good dog and really
0: if is. anybody <laughs> would like to reach out and adopt, it doesn't have to be Martha. You can go to Rebel.
1: Rebel Dog Rescue.
0: Rebel Dog Rescue. They bring them up from Texas. Um, right now, Texas has yeah. a big, big Texas problem going on. Terrible,
1: terrible stories coming from Texas for stray dogs. But we won't get into all the sads. I have enough sad things to say. So do you. <laughs> yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. Well, people usually die in yours, right? That's kind of sad.
0: Yeah, but they die silly.
1: Yeah, that's still... they didn't
0: have to die. <laughs> <laughs> like they chose to die. That's, that's the thing. True, that's Without true. committing suicide, they chose to die.
1: <laughs> that's true. However,
0: yes, there's uh there's euthanization going on down in Texas. So we are trying to do our part and help uh the fur babies. We uh like our yeah, dogs a like lot. Like it and... breaks my
1: heart to think of Martha as, like she might not have made it here if she could have been euthanized. And she is such a sweet girl, like. it would, it's an awful thought that how many of these sweet little things are being euthanized down there, but,
0: and they're being euthanized because of us. Yeah. Like people, especially the COVID, right? Everyone got these COVID pets and everybody got to spend time at home with them all the time and they thought they were amazing. And then all of a sudden the world starts running again. You have to go back to work and all of a sudden this dog that now has social anxiety because you're gone Yeah, and people go, oh, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. It really sucks. So. Yes. If you are committed to getting an animal, think about everything first because they are a lot of work and they're not a couple month commitment. No, they're, they're years, like
1: fifteen to twenty year commitment. So. So,
0: anyways, Martha is up on Rebel
1: Rebel Dog, Dog Rescue, rescue yeah.
0: along with a bunch of other ones that just came up. If anybody's interested in looking, yeah, have a look. Okay, we've done our part now.
1: Yes, we have. Oh, and we dressed
0: <laughs> her in a Santa suit today. We
1: did. She was super cute. You should put some of that <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, I will put them on Instagram. She is super cute.
0: And my wife is so excited because she's always wanted a dog she could dress.
1: I just want a dog that I can put coats on. That's
0: all. Because our dog, she has (laughs) to put my shirts on.
1: (laughs) You can't even buy coats. Like, you can probably, but they'd have to be custom made for St. Bernard's. And then it would be, like, hundreds of dollars, which I'm not going to spend on a dog coat especially when our dogs don't want a coat on. They're hot already. They don't need a coat. So there's that. There is that.
0: (laughs) I think, yes, I think you might actually get animal cruelty if you put a coat (laughs) on the Bernard's. Oh, poor
1: Parker. Yeah, so I was You listening to all this, Midget? This is all the stuff
0: she does to the poor dogs.
1: (laughs) I was pretty excited when I could put a coat on Martha today. And she was so cute.
0: (laughs) All right. Let's move on.
1: We're moving on.
0: We're moving on because I don't want to talk about Martha anymore. Okay. Because she might hear her name and come running up here. Well, <laughs> oh, she'll start <laughs> <What>? barking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they miss me. <laughs> I should go see them. I truth licked... be told I will miss her when she's gone.
0: <laughs> I haven't licked her face in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. they probably need a bath. I'm going to go find them. <laughs>
1: uh, so, okay. What else has been going
0: on in your week?
1: Um, Work. Oh.
0: She's lying. She's not telling you guys one thing. She went back to the gym this week.
1: Oh yeah, there's that too. And she
0: hasn't been able to move all week.
1: I think the muscles in my body forgot that they existed. And they're now I'm trying to wake them up and they're like, (laughs) No
0: No, thank you. We'll just stay the way we are. I don't know why you're putting all this energy in. It just seems like a waste of time.
1: (laughs) Yes. But yeah, we're doing that because we want to do a Tough Mudder next year.
0: Yep. And it's going to be a real Tough Mudder because it's tough just getting there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's tough getting to the gym.
0: If you don't know what a Tough Mudder is, it is a 22 kilometer race with a bunch of obstacles in it. And I completed one in four and a half hours, 10 years ago.
1: Yeah. Things, my have, changed. Things have changed. Things have changed. That's tennis. right.
0: I'm way better now. <laughs> fine wine of aged perfection perfect edit that out (laughs)
1: okay (laughs) (laughs) anyways
0: uh yep so back at the gym work all that good stuff going on yep and then this weekend's been kind of boring not boring we've uh went and had some dinner with some friends and played some games and then did a little shopping today
1: yep and worked on our stories which is a good segue to talking about oh, our story you have a story <laughs> I have a story
0: wow
1: <laughs> do you t- that's
0: the first time in a week I've asked you if you got a story I'm working on it you got a story I'm working on it so well, you've got a story look it
1: I'm ready to go now
0: all right you got your wine
1: I do in fact have my wine I'm drinking the noble experiment oh there you go <laughs> yes. with that
0: segue let her rip potato chip
1: okay this week I'm gonna tell you about Michalina Lewandowska I'm sorry <laughs> I'm trying. Okay. You're going to like this one. I, oh, I'm I think sure you're I a... am. Michalina Lewandowska met what she thought was the man of her dreams, Marcin Kasprak. I'm sorry. Well, you know maybe I'm not too sorry to you.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to love this story, just listening to you try to pronounce the name.
1: Kaspr. I don't know. It's Polish. In Poland in 2005. I try. A year later, they were engaged. They decided they would like a change in scenery, and the couple moved to England to begin their lives together. In 2008, Michalina became pregnant with the couple's first child. The relationship relationship became a little bit rocky at this point.
0: Because the wife got moody?
1: No, because the husband was psycho. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Or fiancé. I guess fiancé. Uh, they weren't, they decided that they weren't quite ready for marriage and they called the engagement off, but they still remained together as a couple.
0: What did did they do with the kid? Just say, nope, sorry.
1: No, the kid was still there. (laughs) They were just like boyfriend, girlfriend with a child, Uh, I guess.
0: Because that's so much different than marriage.
1: (laughs) I guess. (laughs) They're like, nope, no marriage, but we'll still have a kid together. Anyways.
0: And live together. Right. And pay bills together. Exactly. Okay.
1: Okay. By 2011, the relationship was too far gone. Marcin no longer wanted to work on his relationship with Michalina. Michalina wasn't so happy about this. She told Marcin that if they were no longer a couple, she was moving back to Poland with their son. Well, egomaniac Marcin isn't going to allow this to happen. And this is when our story becomes one of your favorite things. (sighs) (laughs) On May 28, 2011, Michelina was surprised when Marcin asked her to accompany him and his friend, 18-year-old Patrick Boris, on a shopping spree. Michelina was hoping that Marcin had had a change of heart, and he was considering getting back together, so she accepted the invite. So she went to the bathroom to, like, pretty herself up and get ready for their big, you know, reunion. And when she walked out of the bathroom... Marsen and Patrick were standing at the door. Marcin grabbed Michelina's arm and told her, I want to show you something. He pulled out a 300,000 volt stun gun. I looked it up. I thought 300,000. That must be a lot, but I guess it's kind of normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's got one of those <laughs> lying around. Of
0: anyway, it's normal.
1: He pulled it out and he tased her. And Michalina fell to the floor. Okay, we haven't touched on Marcin yet. But this guy is a 224-pound steroid-using bodybuilder. He's a big guy.
0: And he used a stun gun.
1: And he used a stun gun. Yeah. Sound that big. <laughs> what Michalina didn't know at the time was Marcin had grown bored of her and thought the girls that he saw down at the gym were much better looking. Okay, back to Michalina on the floor. He puts his knees on her chest to hold her down. Michalina cried and asked Marcin if he planned to her, kill her. He told Michalina, don't be scared. Then he called to Patrick to get the packing tape. They taped her mouth shut, pushed her against a wall, and then tased her again. Okay, even if it's not that, you know, powerful of a taser, she's been tased twice now. It can't feel good. Well,
0: no. <laughs> no. She's not saying please do it again. No. And what do you mean it can't feel nice? It doesn't feel nice. No,
1: I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to, like, reinforce the fact that she's been tased twice now. And she's had her 224-pound ex-fiance with his knee in her. Okay, anyways. They tape her mouth shut. Oh, I said that. They left her bound and gagged for several hours. The men then dragged Michelina into a kitchen and placed her inside a cardboard box. Any idea what's going to happen here?
0: Um, they're going to ship her by UPS, and everybody will be happy. No. (laughs) They're going to light the kitchen on fire, and she's going to burn to death?
1: No. This is one of your favorites. Remember that. Marcin, tape the box shut as Michelina screamed.
0: Oh, Batman's going to come in and stop everything. (laughs) That would be one of my favorites.
1: Okay. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Rob. He, one of his greatest fears is... He does not want to be buried alive he is very oh
0: it, what? why do you know what very still burying people alive to this day to this day
1: yeah he is very very concerned that one day he might be buried alive <laughs> anyways this is this is why i thought he would really like this story
0: <laughs> that's not right okay that's why they had bells do you know what people they used to have bells because they buried people alive so much that you would ring a bell and the the people out there would have to come and actually dig you okay, up. Okay,
1: so I've done a little research into this today. Did you know that those bells never saved one person? Not I once? know, because <laughs> yeah. by the time they heard them and got there, they were all dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or like the wind would blow the bells, and then people just got used to the noise. So even if somebody had been ringing the bell, they would have just thought, "Oh, it's." Do you ruined. know how many
0: coffins they've dug up with scratch marks? It happens. Embla- I know. It still
1: happens today. I know. <laughs> I was reading about. I it, told you yeah. that, and
0: you're like, "It doesn't happen anymore <laughs> today. That was back in the old." It still happens.
1: No, because some religions don't believe in embalming, and uh, it just, and then like some countries, it's not a. You know it doesn't happen with every burial and it still happens
0: it's not right i
1: don't know that it happens in canada
0: i don't care okay it happens whatever happens if i don't die in canada and you don't ship my ass back because you're cheap
1: <laughs> okay uh Marcin, take the box shut as michelina screamed Marsan looked at her and said i've hated you for four years and you're never gonna see your son again Marcin and Patrick placed the cardboard box into the trunk of Patrick's vehicle. Must have some good trunk space, whatever the vehicle was. And drove to a remote area where they placed Michelina inside the box. That's
0: what you're thinking about right now is trunk space? (laughs)
1: Like a box with a human being and it fit into the trunk of a car.
0: So what? Maybe it was a Delta 88 for God's sakes. I don't know. Maybe she was a tiny woman. But why are you thinking about that?
1: It's where my mind goes. She lives. She lives. It's all good. Okay. Anyways, they put her into a shallow pre-dug grave. They covered the box with dirt and placed an 88-pound log over her to make sure that she didn't escape. So, Michelina is obviously terrified, and she's lying in the box listening for the men's the men to stop shoveling dirt on top of her before she tries to do anything so that they don't, they're not alarmed and change their course of actions. And while she's laying there, um, she's starting to worry about her air supply, which is a logical thing to do. So thinking about her son, Jacob, Michalina began taking slow, shallow breaths and she prayed for God to help her. She was trying to think of some way to get herself out of the situation, and then Michalina noticed the diamond engagement ring that Marcin had used to propose to her on her finger. How about that for that, huh?
0: How about there's actually a whole thing on YouTube on how to escape from
1: There actually is. I like know! Instructions on how to get yourself out of a grave. I know. Roll yourself over, <laughs> yeah. use your
0: back, break it up. <laughs> I watched. I can get out of the damn
1: thing. Okay, but she's using the ring on her finger, so she uses the edges of the ring, and she cuts the tape off of her mouth, legs, and wrists, and she cut through the cardboard, cardboard, eventually tearing it off of her, though dirt fell on top of her face, so while she's cutting the cardboard open, the dirt's falling in on her.
0: That's why you're supposed to turn your back.
1: Well, she didn't.
0: So it doesn't go into your She wasn't
1: very deep, though. She was, I mean, she's still buried alive, for God's sake, with an 88-pound log on top or this badass is digging herself out with an engagement ring. But she was only about a half foot down. Um, At this point, she's completely exhausted and said to herself, just keep going for a moment. You will manage to get some help. She screamed, but nobody was around. But Michalina was determined to survive. She continued slashing around with her, freeing, with her ring, freeing an arm. So she stuck an arm out of her grave, and she felt around and she waited for a minute because she wanted to make sure that there, her, that Marcin or his friend were not there watching her arm come out of the grave. And then, when nothing happened, she eventually stuck her head out of the hole and she crawled out of the grave.
0: Um, she crawled. To- what time was this at? I, I don't know because i'm just right? thinking zombies <laughs> yeah. some kid walking by mom mom there's something coming <laughs> out of the ground there
1: <laughs> whatever shut up that would actually be terrifying <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it? Think about that.
0: <laughs>
1: okay so she pulls herself out of the grave and drags herself to the road where she flags down a motorist who stopped and helped her and called the police Michelina took the police to the grave. Marcin, Could you
0: imagine if she caught that like that other couple from last story picked her up? And she went on to that.
1: Which, oh yeah, right, like a like a bad <laughs> just, horror movie. One yeah, another. yeah, like that. That happens in horror movies. They flag down a bad guy to save them. Okay, but no, not in this case. This guy was a good guy. Uh, so she takes him back to the police, back to the grave, and then she was transported to a local hospital for treatment of her injuries. So a few hours later, police were knocking on Marcin's door. Surprise with warrants for attempted murder and kidnapping. Marcin and Patrick were taken into custody. Authority, authorities later discovered the men used Michalina's ATM card to withdraw cash shortly after burying the woman alive. So yeah, they bury her alive and then steal her money.
0: I wasn't like she was going to use it.
1: Right. Um, at the trial, Michalina used an interpreter because she spoke Polish and they were in England. And she said, during my time inside my shallow grave where I was buried alive, I feared that my life was at an end and I was going to die. I prayed to God to help me survive so that I could look after my young son. So that would be another horrible thing, right? You're dying. You know that the guy that murdered you is now going to raise your son. That's a terrible thought.
0: Well... Yeah. Um, he wasn't th- mad at the sun.
1: No, no, but she was thinking that he was going to be raised by a monster. Well, it wasn't
0: like he was out killing a bunch of people here. Like, I think <laughs> a monster is a little bit of a strong term.
1: He was burying somebody alive. Yeah, he was burying
0: his ex. <laughs> Anything you'd like to say about that?
1: No. Okay. I'll leave that
0: alone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. The thought of my son gave me the strength to fight my way out of the box and save myself. For many years, I loved Marcin Casprack very much. But after his horrific attack upon me, my feelings towards him have turned into hatred. What? Well,
0: <laughs> she didn't stay loving him?
1: No. No, she didn't want to hook back up. That's weird. so weird. <laughs> Marcin, cla- Marcin claims that he didn't intend to kill Michalina, only scared her.
0: Well, you know, there's. you only put it a foot down. It's not like you went six feet.
1: He left her in a grave with an 88-pound log covered in dirt.
0: Could have been a 100-pound log. Could have been six feet under. <laughs> this
1: guy's a sicko.
0: Could have put it in a, who, me?
1: No. Oh. This guy.
0: Don't worry. If I ever okay. do, it'll be a cement box. will oh, find yeah. you. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: I told you I'll bury you up and down. <laughs> because cadaver dogs look for... Long.
0: Yeah, keep telling about your plans. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. it. Go ahead.
1: All right. The judge is get The judge had none of this anyways. He said, "It was your intention that she should not be found there, and it was in your it, it was your intention that she would die there. The death you intended would have been long and slow. It is mind-numbingly awful to imagine the sort of death you intended her to die." Yeah, like you
0: want me to have because <laughs> you didn't believe in it until you started doing this story. <laughs>
1: I told you, I will make sure that you are dead before you're buried. I told you this. This is why you should get cremated. Then it could never happen.
0: Yeah. Or I could have a drug in there where I could feel the whole cremation taking place, but I can't move and all I can do is sense. Oh, yeah, because that's out there too, people.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know what to tell you then. Okay. Just going to have to live forever. He said, I must have regard to the uniquely chilling nature of this case. As I have already observed, being buried alive must be one of the most dreadful ways to die that anyone can imagine.
0: Yep. Do you know what? It's even more would be even more horrible. What? Do you remember that movie we watched? I made you watch it, The Old Guard. I don't remember. So they can't. So they they can't be killed. And oh, they took the one girl yes. and they threw her in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. So she would wake up. And drowned and die and then wake up and drown and die yeah over and over
1: yeah because she was immortal Could you imagine
0: yeah. that like drowning would be another horrible way
1: yeah it would be my
0: top three is buried alive drowning and being burnt alive
1: yeah they all sound terrible um anyways Marcin was found guilty of attempted murder and was jailed for 20 years. His accomplice, Patrick, was sentenced to four and a half years for kidnap. That's it.
0: So that means he'll be out soon.
1: He'll, he's already out, I'm sure. Oh, boy. Additionally, when they f- searched Marcin's home, they found large amounts of chemical, chemicals, formulae, and recipes for making explosives. And for that, he was sentenced to eight four-year terms. So he's going to be in jail for a very long time.
0: You just said he was out.
1: No, I'm talking about Patrick his little 18-year-old friend when I said oh. that. Oh. Yeah, he he only got four and a half years. Okay, so my story was a little bit short.
0: That's it? That's your whole story?
1: It was, but I have another one because I knew it was going to be short. Oh. Because this just happened.
0: What? She just got out?
1: No, this, this next story. I, while I was researching, I found this story that just happened on October 16th so obviously this is like
0: current events
1: current events obviously trial hasn't happened yet so it's still everything is allegedly so i'm going to preface this with this story is all alleged at this point so on october 16th police were dispatched to the report of unknown trouble at a home in lacey washington that young sook ann shared with her two children She was in the middle of divorcing her husband, Chai Kayung Ann, who was an armed forces veteran. The 911 operator told officers that a woman was heard screaming, sounded gagged, and could not talk. They said that banging and struggling could be heard in the background, and then suddenly the screaming stopped and it got totally quiet. Authorities used cell phone tower data to locate the address, but when officers arrived, they found the house empty and the garage door open, and there was duct tape on the floor. There's some alarm bells.
0: Is this Washington the state or Washington, D.C.?
1: It's got to be the state because there was a city there, right? I said a city in Washington. It's got to be the state. Okay.
0: I just want to know how close it was to us.
1: Okay. Uh, There were signs of a disturbance inside, and the front door was unlocked. The address was known to authorities as one with a previous history of domestic violence. And a records check showed that Young had a no-contact order against her husband. The couple's two kids returned home while the officers were still on scene. And
0: that's why you teach your daughters how to shoot. Because restraining orders and everything else is just stupid paper. Yeah, it is. Teach them to fight, teach them how to shoot.
1: Well, the, her, their oldest, they had a, a young child, I think like eight, but the older one was 20. Anyways, that doesn't really mean anything except for her Apple Watch called out for help. I'll get to that. Um, the couple's two kids returned home while the officers were still on the scene. They said that Chai stopped by once a week to do his laundry, and that earlier his minivan had been in the driveway when they got back from church. However, they didn't see Chai in the house. So, But the kids went off to go to Goodwill and Baskin-Robbins. So this is what happened after the kids left. Young said she went upstairs to the bedroom to change, and while she was in the upstairs master bedroom, Chai attacked her, punched her in the head multiple times, and threw her to the ground. Chai then chay i don't know it's C H i'm sorry again shay then they he tied up her hands behind her back with duct tape and taped her eyes thighs and ankles Che then left the room for a few minutes so while he's gone young uses her apple watch to call 911 and send out an emergency alert to her daughter and her friend But her mouth is covered, so all she could do is scream. So that's what the 911 call. Like, that's what the dispatcher sent the police out for, because they could hear her screaming, but she couldn't say anything. Uh, Young said that then Che returned to drug her. And while he was doing that, he noticed the Apple Watch on her wrist and started hitting her watch with a hammer while it was still on her wrist. Ouch. (laughs) Yeah. Um, then he dragged her down the hallway and down the stairs to the floor on a, and in front of the garage door. Che then forced Young into his van and drove her to a secluded area in the woods. Young said that she could hear Che digging in the dirt as he stabbed her breast with a sharp object. And, Why? Why and, does he
0: have to do all that?
1: Well, he's trying to kill his wife, I guess. Well, then just kill her. Well, he's trying. stabbing her <laughs> breast
0: isn't going to kill her. Puncturing her heart will kill her.
1: Maybe that's what he was trying. I don't know. Anyways, he dragged her into the ground and put a tree on top of her. So this is psycho thinking, I guess. And Maybe then he, he started... read the
0: story you just told.
1: <laughs> yeah, he could have. How, How heavy was been... the tree? It was about a hundred pounds. He went a little heavier. He thought. <laughs> he thought. Well, eighty-eight pounds doesn't work. Let's do twelve extra pounds. And then he buried her with dirt. Young said that while she was being buried, she was wiggling around her face to prevent the dirt from being on her face. So she was trying to move her nose to try to keep like a cavity of air around her nose and it actually probably saved her life. Um, she didn't know exactly how long she was in there because she was drugged. So she was kind of in and out, but told investigators that uh, she was in the ground for a few hours. After dark, Young was able to wiggle out of her restraints and crawl out of the hole She then found her way to safety. Following a 20 to 30 minute trek through the woods, she came upon a stranger's home and pounded frantically on the door. The homeowner called the police. When Young realized that the the deputy that showed up was law enforcement, she sprinted at them, screaming and crying for help. She grabbed onto the deputy and frantically said, my husband is trying to kill me. Help me. She still had duct tape and he was still in the forest at this point. That's what she told them. She still had duct tape wrapped around her neck, lower face, and ankles, and there was extensive bruising to the legs, arms, and head, and her clothing and hair were covered in dirt. Young said that Che told her he would rather kill her than give her his retirement money. That's his motive for killing her. So Che was arrested on October 17th, and his attorneys told the judge It is highly likely that his client suffers from some service-related mental health conditions that will end up being addressed probably later on. And right now, he's being held without bail and is due back into court on November 16th, so I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens there. But that's all I got on that.
0: It's going to be really, really, really bad if she gets his retirement stuff while he's in jail.
1: (laughs) She gets every single cent.
0: <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. Yeah. I just this whole world just makes me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Two two ex-husbands that didn't like
0: that just didn't plan properly. I hey, mean, hey, hey, that's not what, what I'm what? saying at all. Oh.
1: I'm saying like they just didn't put know, in the effort. In... <laughs> right. No. They
0: could have dug deep. What? <laughs> what are you saying then?
1: That's not how you go about things. I you know, right? That's what just, I was saying. You don't bury your exes alive. No, that's you knock a- them out.
0: <laughs> that way they can't dig out. Right?
1: No, oh, no.
0: That's what you just said. <laughs> no, You just said, don't bury them
1: alive. Like, I mean, uh-huh. seriously, kill them first. See?
0: <laughs> Told you. I knew you are going there, and I am the psycho.
1: <laughs> Anyways, that's my stories. Wow,
0: that's good. I'm starting to hear that you're starting to turn towards your stories. So I think you're. <laughs> I don't think you're identifying with the survivors anymore. You're starting to identify. No, more that was with...
1: you. I was saying that was no, that was. No, I know it. you can go back wrong. and listen to what you were saying. It was wrong. That's the first time you have said it was wrong. <laughs> it's not. I said many times, don't bury your exes alive.
0: That's right. Kill them first. <laughs> that was exactly what you said on there.
1: I mean, if you're gonna do it, at least have the decency to kill them first. And then you get your ass put in jail, but that would be such a friggin' terrible way to die.
0: Oh, now you're in my boat.
1: It would be. It would be terrible. I know! But there's with, there's that movie with Ryan Reynolds. It wasn't a very good one. What well, was Ryan Reynolds? Where he was buried alive.
0: Oh, I remember that one. Mm. Anyways, is it my turn?
1: It is, indeed.
0: It is so my turn. <laughs> How important? Well, I guess, you know what? It just proved me right there. Your Apple watch, how important cell phones have become to us.
1: Yeah. They that they figured, well, that Apple watch actually didn't save her life. She saved her life, but.
0: Well, yeah, I know, but she had it on. She had the, you know, the idea, but I mean, most people have their entire life on their cell phone.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Right. They have their, you know, pictures and, you know, work stuff on their contacts Like there's so much stuff on there anymore. People have their wallets on there, like people just...
1: Yeah, like I don't even know how I would do my banking if I didn't have my phone. Honestly, who goes to the bank anymore? My mom. Yeah. (laughs) She's probably one of the last.
0: So, right? So how far would you go to save and protect your phone?
1: I mean, they're replaceable.
0: What?
1: (laughs) You could just get a new phone.
0: What? With all your stuff?
1: (laughs) Everything's backed up. Everything important is backed up
0: what (laughs) well nobody told johnny that
1: oh no oh no johnny what did you do
0: well johnny loved his phone it was his world johnny was from detroit and in february 2020 oh this is recent so he should have known that since he couldn't go any well it has to be recent it's a
1: no but in the early days of cell phones there was no cloud there was no if you lost your phone you lost your photos It was, you know what I'm saying? Now everything, everything is backed up. Right.
0: So I don't know if it's because COVID was happening. He didn't have anything to do because this seems really, I mean, I know there's people that do it, but anyways, uh, he decided he was going to go fishing in February. Oh. And so Johnny went out and cut a big hole in the, in the ice and threw in his line and began fishing. And while he was waiting for a bite, he started to play with his phone.
1: And he dropped it in the hole.
0: And two points for Johnny. Swish right in the hole.
1: Oh, no. He wouldn't. No. Why? That must have. No.
0: So Johnny decided to go right in the hole after it.
1: What the hell?
0: So now when you're jumping into ice water, several things can happen.
1: Yeah, like you get sweeped away from the hole that you're under, that you're over.
0: So your system can shut down. Uh-huh. Uh, your muscles can become paralyzed uh, from the cold and stuff. So you can't move. Uh, you can have a heart attack. And yeah, you can become confused and disoriented. What we don't know about Johnny is what actually happened to him because they just found him two hours later dead with no cell phone
1: oh my god Yep. that okay that sounds worse than being buried alive to me why because i hate being cold so much
0: yeah, well you wouldn't be cold for long you'd be dead and being buried alive you're gonna get cold because the ground's cold
1: i guess that's true Well,
0: i guess it depends where they put you
1: in. no Anyways. but the ground's gonna be cold basically anywhere
0: at the beginning i asked how many people you know, have cell phones or think about their cell phones. Do you know what the number is? Do you know the number of smartphones out there right now?
1: Uh, five billion. Six
0: point six four billion people have smartphones, so that's a little over eighty three percent of the population. Wow. Now, if you go with just like mobile phones, there's people that have mobile, and they're yeah, not smart, yeah. smartphones. Then the number goes to seven point two six billion, so that's ninety one percent of the population.
1: That's crazy
0: and they're expecting the numbers to keep climbing wow there was something like 7.64 billion by
1: 2025 wow that's so
0: insane like, I guess not, wow.
1: yeah because like i don't know when we go away on vacation or whatever we and we take their little tours and you get to these remote, remote areas where people live in you know these tiny little shacks and then you see them outside with their smartphones it's like what? Yeah, what's happening here?
0: So, anyways, that's how Johnny died. Well, he went for a swim.
1: Johnny in February. I can't feel sorry for Under you. the ice, <laughs> I just can't do it. A lot of a lot of your Johnnies, I'm like, well, and I try to defend them a little bit, but this Johnny is—he's just on his own. He's just on his own.
0: Poor Johnny. <laughs> now. Let's hope that his Darwin Award looks like a cell phone at least
1: yeah, in, a, in an ice block. <laughs> no, let's hope it's a warm <laughs> one for
0: him. All right. So now we can hop in our little jet and let's fly from Detroit. Detroit? Detroit. Detroit. Let's go from Detroit. <laughs> from Detroit over to Pennsylvania.
1: That's not very fair.
0: Why? It's not? I don't know where it is. When you do an activity. you're about to go out and do something you always kind of assess what you're going to do right like when i get out my motorcycle i go okay do i have my safety gear on you know is the tires good you know stuff like that right yeah if you're going to go and cut vegetables you go "Oh, i'm going to get a cutting block you know i'm going to make sure i move my fingers
1: yeah like i don't want to cut my fingers off today right right
0: so you know yeah i better move my hand or my fingers get caught well johnny and his friend did none of that at all oh they decided it was a beautiful day and they were going to go out and they got their guns and they were going to do some target practice. Okay. So they got it out to the field and that's with their guns and then they went and set up all the targets they bought. Oh no, wait a minute. No, they didn't because they didn't take any targets with them.
1: What they use?
0: They decided that they would use the insulators off of high power towers. Like so they, those
1: glass things?
0: Well, these are actually insulators that hold the wires together. Oh, so they come across, they hold the wires together on there, so they can loop across and stuff. So they where did they
1: get their hands on these things?
0: They didn't. They were still attached to the hydro wires. Oh they were my shooting
1: god! Them.
0: See, this is why you gotta let me finish my story. Okay, <sighs> woman.
1: <laughs> well, you're saying things. I have questions.
0: Yeah, well, I was going to explain them.
1: Okay, explain But you don't let me explain. Explain now. I don't want to explain now. I'm I'm drinking Uh, my wine while you explain.
0: So why would you shoot at that when you could just go, you know, destroy public property and and, uh, shoot away at that stuff, right? So they're out there shooting away at them. And all of a sudden, you know, after a while, they're hitting their targets. And one of the great wires let go. One of the big power wires let go and hit the ground. And that's when Johnny thought, oh, my God, what if something gets wrecked out here? What if the field catches on fire? Because now he does the safety thought. Oh, my God. And he runs over and picks up the live power wire so it won't catch the field on fire.
1: Come on. Yep. But his friends knew why he was running because he must. if they knew he was doing it so the field didn't catch on fire, he must have been like, hey, guys, the field's going to catch on fire. I'm going to go grab that wire. When they go, no, Johnny, don't do that.
0: Uh, nope, nope. They apparently <laughs> didn't. And what they did is that sent a powerful current right through him, and he you was think? electrocuted, and went on his way to collect his Darwin Award.
1: Oh my God! Well, his fans must feel like total douchebags.
0: I just, I, how do you, how do you go out there with a gun and not care about anything, and then all of a sudden drop a, a wire and go, "Oh, I'm yeah. going to go pick that up."
1: Like if you care, then you care. If you don't care, then you say, "Run."
0: Yeah. <laughs> Or if you got a conscience, then maybe you should still say "run" and call the police or the fire yeah, department or something yeah. like that. Like people know enough about electricity nowadays, right? Yeah. Like, like this isn't like this wasn't like oh, it was on a kite with a with a key. key and, the oh, end. that zapped a little bit. Like we know Yeah.
1: that doesn't make any sense to me at all.
0: However, did you know that on average, okay, four hundred people die by being electrocuted every year.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a low number, actually. I thought that more would die, Um, but is that from people doing stupid things around the house mostly, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, it's mostly people doing their own electrical around the house and stuff. Yeah. And I hate electricity. Like, I hate it. And I don't know why. My dad was an electrician. Your dad's an electrician. My brother's HVAC. Like, I'm around people that work with electrical stuff all the time, and I hate it. It's one of the, I just hate it
1: well then you should probably stay away from it (laughs) i do i do i
0: stay away from it as much as possible Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and those are my stories
1: well there you go i think it was a pretty good pretty good story day
0: a little story day pretty good yeah so this is where we tell everybody to
1: subscribe rate review
0: follow download
1: talk to me talk to me send me emails
0: send cheryl email at
1: dead or survive podcast at gmail.com
0: or you can go on facebook i've seen we've got a few new followers on there so thank you yeah and yes. you can put comments on there uh cheryl also puts up stuff on instagram which pictures. i didn't last week you didn't i
1: didn't i failed
0: i'm sorry guys we're going to change dead or survive to fail nation <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did i say i was going to put up this week whatever it is i'll remember and i'll put it up
0: Pictures of Martha
1: pictures of Martha you I'm don't even do remember that. what you were
0: gonna put up. How are you gonna remember to put it up?
1: <laughs> I'm gonna do it
0: I, You know guys we're just lucky she makes it here and doesn't forget
1: <laughs> Last really. week I said I was gonna put something on Instagram too and I didn't oh I was gonna put the picture of the happy couple up I'll do that too
0: <laughs> There are lots of stuff coming up on Instagram <laughs> Lots of stuff if she remembers <laughs> I mean, we're here all the way until the end of May. I'm sure she'll get something
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So.
1: It's that time.
0: It is that time. But today you get a choice. Okay. Would you like a knock-knock joke or a dad joke? Which one would you like?
1: Let's do knock-knock for a change.
0: All right. Knock-knock. Who's there? Kanga.
1: Kanga who?
0: No, Cheryl. Let's pronounce kangaroo. (laughs)
1: I knew I was falling into it, but what do you do? You have to say it. I don't
0: think you would say it right. I think you knew it was
1: that. Okay, now I want to hear the other one too.
0: What?
1: Well, you got it. You, you can't oh, just leave me hanging. But I could do it next week. Well, no. Now you got to do some All more work. Right.
0: Why did the coffee call the police? I don't know. Because it got mugged.
1: Oh. Uh, <laughs> Told mama. you to leave it
0: with the kangaroo.
1: I think the kangaroo was worse. <laughs>
0: well me and jeff the kangaroo <laughs> don't think it was and yes the kangaroo's name is jeff all right everybody i hope you enjoy the show that is it for us today yeah. like subscribe and join rim- us next week join us next week and until then have a magnificent
1: and adopt martha
0: <laughs> <A> magnificent week <laughs> and adopt martha bye bye